0: Run, run, run as fast as you can, because here's another episode of They're Coming to Read You, Barbara, a podcast book club for the strange and unusual. I'm Jonathan. I'm Rebecca. And today we're discussing Witchlings by Clarabelle A. Ortega, which introduces us to Seven Salazar, and she is about to be placed into her coven house, Mm -hmm. and she and her best friend Poppy are both hoping to be in House Hyacinth, but the very worst thing that Seven can imagine is being a spare witch, Because spare witches don't really get a coven and they have limited magical abilities for the rest of their life. And of course what happens is Sevenant ends up being a spare. Mm -hmm. But in order to skirt around that, she invokes an ancient ritual that will allow her and her fellow spares to complete an impossible task. And that impossible task leads to a lot of danger and leads her to uncover systemic issues in her witch community.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Rebecca, do you have info about uh, uh, about Clarabelle A. Ortega for I us? do,
1: a little bit. Uh, she was actually a little difficult to find information on. So what I have, I pulled from her website, which I have to say is super cute. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've, I follow her on TikTok as well. She's a very cool person, so mm-hmm. I highly recommend that. Um, you can follow her on TikTok at Clarabelle underscore Ortega. Um, she posts really cute stuff, especially when Witchlings was coming out. She was oh, so cute. That's where I heard about this. And
0: on her website for Witchlings, she has like a bunch of interactive stuff, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like you can find out what witch coven you would be in yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Yes. All right. So the website is ClarabelleOrtega.com. Um, she is a co-host of the Bad Author Book Club podcast.
0: Ooh, something,
1: something in common. Um, her debut novel is uh, Ghost Squad, which is a New York Times bestseller and is being made into a movie. I am
0: actually dying to read that. Yeah. It's been on my list for a long time. So the fact that you asked about this one, I was like,
1: okay, yeah, um, super. I really want to read it before it becomes a movie. Me
0: too. Like,
1: yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, she was a journalism student and a small town reporter. She is a Marvel contributor, so that's pretty awesome in my book. Ooh. Uh, she lives in New York, is obsessed with the 80s, magic, and video games.
0: I think all of those things kind of come across in this.
1: Yeah, and her website is very like 80s arcade style. Very oh, cute. And like you I said, you can go online on her website and take the Witches' Coven test. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about what coven you got? I forget. <laughs> We both ah! got Moth, Moth that's House.
0: That's right. That's right. Yes.
1: Um, so I was very happy because Moth House um, is like the color black and Death mm-hmm. Moth is the logo. So I was very happy about that. But I ultimately think I'd probably end up a spare. Knowing me, I'd be a spare.
0: Well, if you were a spare, I'd want to be a spare.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, in in this world before Sal's seven, wouldn't want to be a spare. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree, I agree. (laughs) But
1: afterwards, (laughs) sure.
0: And uh, I will say, this kind of leads into, we can talk about our general thoughts about this book. This book made me mad uh, in a good way. We're like, I expected it to just be kind of like a light little silly read, kind of like Witch Witch. Have you ever read that? No, I haven't. It's a children's book. It's about a warlock who wants to choose a witch bride, and each bride has her own power, and it's very silly and cute. Uh, And I kind of, like, by the cover, I was like, "Oh, this will be kind of cute and fun. And then it ended up, I had very strong feelings and I was like yes the world is set up against us and I was getting very upset and angry Uh, but that's great because I was way more invested in this book than like I even thought I would be and I knew I would like it Uh, I just didn't know that I would literally be like I have to stay up late finishing it because I'm upset because there are (laughs) systemic issues yeah so I really love that I also uh, I really liked What it said about friendship. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a spoiler. So if you want to read this book with no spoilers. Stop mm, it. Stop. Come back to the episode later. Uh, But in this book, she starts off with one best friend. And they're like, I swear we'll never part. And then her friend basically leaves her for popularity reasons. Yeah. And at the end of the book, they don't become friends again. And uh, Clarabel A. Ortega doesn't make Poppy out to be a bad person she just kind of acknowledges like some people disappoint you yeah. and it doesn't make them bad people. Uh, but you have to figure out how to place them in your life where like, you don't necessarily have to be like, you know what? I'm done with you. But you can be like, you know what? You hurt me and things will never be the same. Yeah. And I thought what it said about friendship was very healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
0: What about you? What are your general thoughts?
1: Um, I agree about the systemic issues. Uh, I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a cute witchy book," um, and then it started to make me a little angry. And I was like, "I texted you like this is too real." Yeah. <laughs> because in our current climate, uh, I could really see the things that happened happen here. So mm-hmm. I was getting a little bit like. Mm. So I did like push through, and I think I read most of it in a day. Cause I was yeah. Like, obsessed with it um uh i love the whole idea of the the ceremony was really cute with like the little colored amulets yes like that um everything was just super cute i love their versions of the witchcraft how like each of them had their strengths Mm -hmm. um like seven was really good with like herbs and stuff yes and um What's her name? Was really good at sewing. Uh,
0: that was Thorn, right? Thorn, yeah. Thorn and, and then Valley.
1: Valley was like the bad girl, but like. Yeah, not a bad girl. Something
0: Did you have a favorite character in
1: this? I think I like Valley.
0: I liked. Oh, I think I like Thorn. She's really cute. Yes, I really like Thorn. I'm not gonna lie. I saw you as Thorn, and so I really? like.
1: Yes, I was uh-huh. like, I love Thorn.
0: <laughs> well, she's
1: like, everybody's get along.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, I loved that, and I just felt like I loved the magic in this, where yeah. I could have really. I could have really stood for this to be even longer. Yeah, yeah. So, and I liked the community aspects and uh-huh. all of the world building aspects were working for me. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, so if this was ever adapted into a movie, uh-huh. this is tough because they're children. Yeah. So let's extend it. Yeah. And you can think about people who are no longer... Uh, young enough to play these parts. Okay. And think about who you would like to cast in certain parts.
1: Yeah, I see I knew you were gonna ask me because I normally to, I try to prepare for this question. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about it and I just don't know. Because like, um other I think Thorn I pictured quick like, she was very like well described and she looks really cute and then mm-hmm. Valley with the pink hair and everything. And I, I have the book with the cover and I uh uh-huh. I just pictured them. From the cover, yes, yes. Um, So, as for a person, I don't really have an answer.
0: Uh, Well, I only like really thought of a couple. For some reason, I really pictured Valley as uh, as Emma Watson. Okay, like young, just like short cropped hair i was like i could picture her playing kind of edgier than she played for hermione okay
1: um
0: and then for uh seven salazar i pictured jenna jenna ortega okay. from the scream movies and from you on netflix okay but now she's 20 so she couldn't play that right. part either right. but that is who i pictured because i think she's so talented okay uh did you have a favorite part of this movie
1: um, Book. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if they made it into a
0: movie. I'm down. I would go. I,
1: I would too. Um, let's see. Favorite part. Uh, the twist. I, okay. I, I'm dumb. I didn't see it. I well, I saw it coming to a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started to get suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay. This is probably what's going to happen. And then it happened yeah. and I was a little bit like, oh. It kind mm-hmm. of like burst the bubble because like not everything's great. But um. I like that part. Right. I can't, I can't, I don't want to spoil it, but I like it. Totally,
0: twist. totally. Uh, I think for me, my moan was, honestly, this book doesn't shy away from talking about real issues. Yeah. It doesn't shy away from being honest with kids that the world is not always great. Yeah. And that people are not treated fairly. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very realistic. Yeah. And I liked that. I also felt like there were real stakes for the characters very early in the book. Yeah, it's very true. And so uh, I was really worried for them. And she didn't just rely on, ooh, they're witches and world building and how fun to get you to keep reading. It was like there was an actual drama at play and... I couldn't put it down. Yeah. So that was my moan. Yeah.
1: There are very serious consequences.
0: Yes. Did you have a favorite part besides the twist or a favorite kind of setting? Because I'll tell you what my favorite setting was.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, I really liked the relationship between Valley and Seven. Mm -hmm. And then also with Thorne interjecting, like, I wish you guys would just get along. Like watching that friendship evolve, like because at first, Mm -hmm. like Valley is the bully. Um, to seven and then to find out that this is a little bit of a spoiler but to find out that valley wasn't trying to be a bully she just wanted right. to be friends with her yeah but she didn't know how right. i like super connected with that because like to me I, a lot of people say that i'm like aloof but i don't mean to be aloof i just right. i want to be friends with somebody so much and i don't mm-hmm. know how to do it so i just kind of like i don't know
0: yeah i get that yeah. i think my like the part that really I just am going to keep in my heart forever is when they're researching in the library. Yeah. And the librarian brings them cocoa and yeah. soda. And, like, she's like, here's a private room. Yeah. And I'll bring you all the books you want. You guys get cozy and enjoy your snacks. I was like, oh, fuck.
1: Did you picture our library when I you- did? Did. Yes, we did. We I did. I did. I the old teen center.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I pictured it upstairs in our old library. Okay. Somewhere private- and where no one could see but, like, someone bringing you snacks and someone who supports you and just wants you to do great things in the world. I loved that. Yeah, that
1: that made the librarian look super cool. (laughs) Yes, honestly.
0: So, uh, we've done our moan. Do you have a groan?
1: Um, I mean, I don't, this isn't, like, I don't, not that I didn't like it, but, like, the the dialogue of the... uh, his name the the old couple and then the woman is really awful to the spare. oh deployed. yeah and then the man and during the the meeting mm-hmm. i was like oh that's really like downer <laughs> and infuriating it was
0: like going to a school board meeting yeah. and listening to people yeah <sighs> and that's
1: what i like that's what it made me think of right sometimes. but it's not that i didn't like it about the book it's just mm-hmm. that that was an unfortunate circumstance absolutely so i don't technically have a grown
0: i have a little bit of one but i do feel that uh the author acknowledges this inspiration uh it is it def i feel like you can't read this and not think of harry potter however you can't read harry potter and not think of Mm -hmm. ursula k le guin so you know i can't fault her for that and she acknowledges her inspiration i think she does some interesting things here that are not done in Harry Potter, where you talk about everybody having their own magic. Yeah. Um, I also think it is a lot more female driven, whereas the Harry Potter series, I almost feel like the entire series, women have to take a backseat.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and so I love that. And, uh, it is, this is a series. There's going to be more. And so I hope she introduces an overall villain because I feel like without an overall villain, or an overall conflict to carry you through the series. I I think it'll be hard to like find a reason to pick up book 2 or 3. Yeah. You know, because like this felt done. Yeah. It felt like they solved everything. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that she won't find something for the next books to keep reading, but I wanted to feel like uh, the problem continued if there's going to be more books.
1: Right. Yeah, I didn't actually know it was going to be a continuation. I thought that was done because it was so wrapped up nicely. Yeah, I
0: read that she wants to keep exploring this world, which I love because I also felt like this could have been 400 pages for me.
1: Right, yeah. And
0: I would have gone with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, So I'm interested. I actually am interested to see where she takes it.
0: Oh, I'll read it for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm hoping that somehow in there it's all connected and like that... Uh, the first book isn't doesn't feel like a one-off. Right. So.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: so, we are going to play a game called Which You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you just have to tell me which you would rather.
1: Okay, I like this one. Okay.
0: So, would you rather uh-huh. be witchlings uh-huh. or study at Hogwarts? Oh. Mm.
1: That's tough. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wasn't a very good student. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I would probably do better as a witchling.
0: I agree, but my reason is being in a coven is much less intimidating for me than being in the Hogwarts environment. Yeah,
1: and that, I think. I imagine there's probably less competition between the covens mm-hmm. and versus the Hogwarts houses. Because right. everything is very much about competition right. with the houses. And if
0: there is a... Like, when the second book comes out, I would love for the Spares to have their own coven and get yeah. to see what that is like. Yeah. Like, do they live there? Yeah. Can I hear about it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, would you rather be friends with Seven or Harry?
1: Oh, Seven. 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 Yeah.
0: A hundred thousand percent.
1: Harry's kind of a jerk. Harry is... Absolutely a
0: jerk! <laughs> he, just,
1: he just falls into the answer. It's very
0: obnoxious. <laughs> Would you rather have the gran on your side or Professor McGonagall?
1: Oh, Professor McGonagall is so uh-huh. sassy and very like strong, but the Gran is seems very cool. Like yeah. her house sounds really cool. And she's also very powerful as yeah. well. So I'm gonna say the Gran.
0: I'm going to say Professor McGonagall. Okay. It's hard for me. That's my favorite Harry Potter character. Oh. It's hard for me to not, like, say Professor McGonagall in any of these situations. So
1: It works out very well for you, because my favorite character is Sirius Black, and that does <gasps> not work out well for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would you rather have Valley or Thorn for a friend?
1: Ooh, I'm going to say Thorn. Yeah. She's very positive, and, um, like, she can sew. So, like... Make me stuff. That's true. I
0: she does make them stuff in yeah, here. I didn't even think like, about that.
1: Like outfits to right? go into battle. It's very. I like also,
0: badass. I yeah. also would say Thorn. Which I mean, it would be awkward not to now because I told you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I feel like Good
0: Thorn is. Mind. <laughs> Someone who cares so much about other people's feelings, yeah. and I see that in you, and oh, I love that. So obviously, Thorn. Oh,
1: I'll take that.
0: Yeah. Would you rather deal with the three cursed toads or sort your friendship issues with Poppy?
1: Oh, that's a tough, yeah, that's a tough one. Right. Like, oh. It's like,
0: would you rather die or feel awkward? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I I mean, I'm no stranger to friendships not working out mm-hmm. well, so I think I could handle that.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like I would rather deal with the three cursed toads, because if really? I could, like, even if it meant putting my life at risk, if I could affect... Like, real change? Yeah. Oh, I will fucking do that. Oh,
1: okay, well, yeah. you're a better person than I am, I <laughs> No, know I'm not! I'm easier one.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'm just more narcissistic, and I'm like, I want to be a hero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Harry. <laughs> oh, no, I hate that!
0: <laughs> Would you rather be a muggle-born in the Potterverse or be a spare in Ravenskill?
1: Ooh. I mean, are we talking spare before or after?
0: I think we're talking before. Okay,
1: then I'd rather be muggleborn.
0: I agree. Yeah. I think uh, the stakes in this novel for being a spare are worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, would you rather be in House Hyacinth okay. or be in Slytherin?
1: Uh, House Hyacinth. Because yes! <laughs> Sly- Slytherin sucks. God, it's, <laughs> it's
0: always a red flag, isn't it?
1: <laughs> 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 what
0: would you rate this book out of 10?
1: Um, I'll give it
0: a 9 a 9? I would give this an 8 I, which I loved uh-huh. like 8 for me is a very high rating mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this yeah. uh, this author might be coming to fame so I might meet her at a conference <gasps> here in Florida later Ooh. it's going to be really hard not yeah. fangirl <laughs> that's gonna be awesome <laughs> i really enjoyed it yeah I do too uh so would you read more from this author in general and would will you be reading the sequel
1: definitely gonna read the sequel
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i am interested in reading ghost squad she also has a graphic novel coming out mm-hmm. so that would be very cool as well to read
0: absolutely that. i will like for me this author like became one of those kind of I'll read everything you put out. Yeah. Like, I may not read it in a timely manner, but I'll read it.
1: Right. I'm going to get so. to it eventually.
0: Agreed. So, what else are you reading, watching, or listening to?
1: Um, I am currently reading, um, a book by one of my friends. Yeah. Um, her name is Kay Sanders, and she wrote a book called Revelations, and it's a BDSM uh, romance novel. Oh. Uh, and it's about a woman. Who is um, obviously a dominatrix type situation? She has her own dungeon and uh, s- saucy.
0: Oh, I like that. I am currently reading the Practical Magic series by Alice Hoffman, which I know you are too. Yeah. Uh, and I just read I read Practical Magic, and then I read Magic Lessons, which is the prequel, and oh my god they are some of my favorite books i've ever read i can't wait to get to the next one uh i am really obsessed i mean obviously because what's funny is me rebecca and our friend sarah we all got practical magic tattoos yeah so obviously i'm obsessed maybe i should have finished the series first
1: (laughs) (laughs) so the the sequel that you just read is the aunt's story
0: uh, the sequel I read is "Remember uh, Maria, Maria Owens." Yeah, okay, that's the one I from, really want to read from the 1600s. Yeah, Holy. Crap! It was good. Okay. It reminds me of the book that I uh, gave you that I don't think you've gotten to Not yet. yet no. By Gwendolyn Keist, yeah. uh-huh. uh called Bone Set and Feathers. Mm-hmm. Both of those are about like witches around the seventeenth century.
1: Cool.
0: But Gwendolyn Keiss is very dark, warning very kind of triggery because okay. it's also basically about uh, an entire like government that's set against women. Right. <laughs> America. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah. but the Alice Hoffman series deals with that, but in a little bit of a lighter way. Yeah. I can so, see
1: that. I can see that. Okay, yeah. That's, that's the story that I really am interested in. So, I'm Oh
0: God. Excited. I'm honestly, I, I can't recommend, uh, either highly enough. So Gwendolyn Keiss bone set and feathers is a great witch book. And the Alice Hoffman series of practical magic books are also excellent.
1: Not that we're obsessed with witches or anything. No, no, <laughs> no. This the last my, episode. The <laughs> last episode was
0: about witches. This is about witches. Now I'm talking about two more witch books.
1: Uh, witch tattoos. Uh,
0: so I have a suggestion for our next book. Okay. Uh, it's the haunting of Ashburn House. Oh. By Darcy Coates. Okay. Uh, and it's a haunted house story. Cool. And Darcy Coates, if you go to like Barnes & Noble or Books A Million, like sh- her and Stephen King dominate the horror section?
1: Oh. And
0: I've never read anything by her. Me
1: neither. Would you be game? Yeah.
0: Okay, let's roll the dice. I
1: mean it sounds terrible. Haunting of a house (laughs) so not at my street.
0: Yeah, not at all (laughs) what every episode of this podcast is about. (laughs) So instill an (laughs) instant. Until then, stay spooky and we'll see you for the next episode of They're Coming to Read You Barbara. The music for They're Coming to Read You, Barbara, comes from Eric Matias at www.soundimage.org.